And how you guys doing? It's Monday with Hollywood and China Dow. It was a great weekend. I hope you guys had a good one too. We've got a very interesting show coming up. But damn, you got to go over to my Instagram page, Insane Throttle Biker News, and go check out China Dow. She was a hottie yesterday on that <laughs> ride. Went about 200 miles. It was just a fantastic ride. The only thing that sucked was the damn bees, man. Every time we went to eat, you couldn't enjoy your food because the freaking idiots were swarming us. But how you doing, China? I am good. We got a pretty interesting show going on today, huh? Oh, yeah. I did some homework. It is. She's going to interview me a little bit. And, and, and uh, even though I'm going to be interviewing him, I too will also answer the questions. There you go. Uh, but first, you know, there's a topic I wanted to bring up before we get into the fun of the show. And it's all over the news about those two police officers out in L.A. They got uh, an attempted assassination. Dead state of affairs in this country right now. And there was actually protesters that went to the hospital saying, I want you to die. What? What, what kind of country are we living in right That's now? That's what I was just going to say. What the hell is going on in this world? Unfreaking real, man. Unfreaking real. So, you know, at least the American people are waking up and not believing the politicians and stuff that these are just peaceful protests. I, I haven't seen one yet that's peaceful. <laughs> I mean, at, at least the ones that they show. Right. But anyway, we wanted to mention that real quick. But we're going to get into the fun of the show right now. And what is that, China Dow? Date night questions. Uh-oh. On how to get to know your significant other a little bit better. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if it's a new relationship, if it's a, like a long relationship like ours. It doesn't matter. They're just fun questions. Right. Well, you know, I think that's uh, something different for the audience. And, <laughs> you know, but let's get into your questions. Let's get into All it. All right. All right. What is your favorite thing I do for you? And mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be sexual. Well, I wasn't going to bring that up because it actually isn't my favorite thing is sexual stuff. But I really love it when we're on the bike. And you just throw your head on my shoulder, you're wrapping your arms, or when, you know, I'm just sitting and you just plop down and do the hugs. See, I, you know, we've been together so damn long, uh, I don't believe that a relationship has to be built around that. I just like it when, you know, you know come over and show some attention. Aww. <laughs> And that's the truth. All right, now here's my response. I like when you rub my feet and you take care of my feet. Oh, I always do that. Yeah, I, uh, you know what? China Dow has, uh, you know, a lot of people out there, and I don't even call this a fetish, because uh, I actually don't like looking at other people's feet. No, you, says, you always say it's gross. Yeah, but China Dow has these small, cute-ass feet, and I like to make sure that they're taken care of make sure they're soft make sure you know their no uh nails are painted real pretty i don't do that she does that but yeah that's because you always get it all over my skin and not on my nails right right yeah. but you know nobody's I, perfect she gets her foot rubs and i take her uh, her feet out of that deal my favorite that's your favorite that's thing my huh? favorite <laughs> 
Because there's a lot of women out there that don't have the prettiest of feet, man, and guys don't want to touch that crap. But yeah, well, there's also a lot of guys that say feet are ugly. Well, yeah, you have that too as well. But and, and like myself, you send me. You used to send me to get pedicures, mm-hmm. and it, it kind of gave me the heebie-jeebies when they were touching my. Right, right. Well, I mean, some women don't like people touching their feet. Well, back in beauty school, when we were doing Manny and Petties, the day we were doing pedicures, I ditched. Because <laughs> I didn't want anyone touching my feet at beauty school. Right, but she does. She has the cutest freaking feet. All right, question number two. Off the top of your head, is there a movie that reminds you of us? Armageddon. <laughs> Armageddon because... Why? Why? Because our our first dance when we got married was in that movie. It came from uh, Aerosmith. Okay, but I was gonna say Top Gun because instead of doing the traditional wedding march, we we the bride and the bridal party came in to the Top Gun the theme Top song. Gun song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we were both thinking, hey, wait a second, you know that that's pretty damn good. We're kind of in sync right there. We're thinking because about had stuff a, from the wedding. From the wedding, yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, you guys, when you're watching the chat, or you can comment some of your uh, answers to these questions. Oh, yeah. Please do. I would love to see some other people's answers to these questions based on just for fun. And don't forget, we're on Spotify and all that, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. But go ahead. Let's get to the next one. Let's go. I'm being interviewed here. (laughs) What is my best physical feature? Your best physical feature. Yeah. I don't think it's a physical feature about you. I think it's your whole attitude that uh, really turns me on about you. You're funny. Uh, you have the cutest freaking laugh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, she chuckles. <laughs> yeah, but, but when you really get me going, I snort. <laughs> yeah, you snort. Uh, but, well, you know what? You, it has to be, your, you know, your face, man. You, you got uh, these piercing green eyes especially when you put your uh makeup uh, deal on they just pierce through that eyeliner that you do so and also you got good teeth yeah you, you got white mine. you got white ass teeth man they're mine so yeah that's i guess that has to be it okay because see i was gonna not pick a physical feature so here we were thinking similar again like really weird that tells you how long we've been together my my thing with you isn't physical. It is that when I'm with you, even when I'm not with you, I feel safe. Why is that? Because I know even since day one, you've always had my back in everything when it comes to like issues when we're out in public or even like crap that goes down with family. You've always had my back with everything. Well, I believe that's what a man's job is to do with uh, a woman is to make sure they have their back. And no matter, it's just like, you know, a lot of people that, you know, listen to us on the radio, you know, they're not into the biker lifestyle and stuff. But that's just like having a brother's back. I mean, if I had to pick a physical feature, I really couldn't because I like all of you as a whole. But see, ladies, ladies, okay, and you guys that are watching, I'm a butt girl. I like dudes with butts. He doesn't have a butt. I don't have one. <laughs> he does I'm not. all back, baby. He is straight down back. But see, the downfall with being a, a person that likes looking at guys' butts, you can't tell if they have one or not the way they wear their damn pants now. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the good old days with the Wranglers and they fit? 
Right. <laughs> now you now they got it halfway down their ass. And then you can see their boxers and whatever else they're wearing underneath. Right. But I, I'm personally a butt person. But with him, he doesn't have one. So I never got to... I mean, I see it. Just, you know, you can't see it when he's wearing... <laughs> <laughs> well, you always talk about my shoulders. It's like, damn, man, you know, ease up. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's because your shoulders are freaking huge. <laughs> Even getting, though I can't weight lift right now. And getting you fitted for your suit for the wedding. No, oh, that was funny. It was the hardest thing in the world between his shoulders and his neck thickness. <laughs> they had the hardest time fitting him for a, a button up shirt. Which, mind you, we both wore white, which was really weird because we were both so not virgins. Because mm-hmm. our oh, daughter no, was our me. flower girl. Right. And your daughter was my junior bridesmaid. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, your son did not attend. But we were both dressed in white. And the men, the men and the ladies were dressed in black. But, I, I don't yeah, your shoulders are huge. <laughs> They're awesome. I actually have to cut the sleeves off of my shirts all the time. Yeah, because the sleeves are too tight. Right. <laughs> and you don't want to buy a bigger size because then it looks like you're swimming in it. Right, right. So it's better just say screw it and cut the sleeves off. I've been ha- unhappy for the last couple of weeks because I can't work out anymore right now because I blew my damn knee doing a deadlift. Yeah, and unfortunately yesterday when we were riding. Oh, man, I felt the bike coming out underneath me and I went put down my leg to correct it, twisted my knee Damn fool. And that's what ended the ride early. Yeah. So, what else we got going on? We got to keep her moving instead of being silenced because she has to remember we're on the radio. (laughs) Well, you kind of already touched base on this and the favorite non-sex activity we do. And we both probably would come in agreement and say riding. Riding. Uh, so that's what? like a simple one. A riding. Uh, or you know what? I love sitting with her by the river. Uh, just looking at the stars and, Which you know, we didn't so, get to do that in Chicago. No. You can't uh-uh. see them. We, uh, that's one of my favorite activities with her, or just taking a ride in the country. Uh, that's always fun. But sitting by the river and just talking, chilling, you know, talking about her day. All right. Favorite movie as a child and now as an adult. I'm going to go first. Mm-hmm. All right. My favorite movie as a child was Wizard of Oz. Uh-huh. I liked it. Oh, freaking quirky. Yeah, but you know what's even better is that became our daughter's favorite movie when she was little. (laughs) Okay, and my favorite movie as an adult, okay, if there's ladies watching, I'm telling you, and it's not because of Channing Tatum, it was because of Matthew McConaughey, was Magic Mike. (laughs) Magic Mike? I've never even seen that. You don't need to. It's a stripper. It's about male strippers. Oh, I've seen that one then. Yeah, you've seen it. I I've made you watch one. it. Okay. You now just I never saw you're... part two. Oh, I never but, seen that. But we, they got but, a part two? They have a part two, but Matthew McConaughey's really not in it. And that's why I preferred part one, because Matthew McConaughey's in it. And who cannot love Matthew McConaughey? Well, there you go. There you go. Mine has to be Bill and Ted. I love Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. As soon as it came out in 88, I was fucking loving it. Yeah, okay. And now they got part three out. I get, I got to see that. Okay, so well, what's your favorite movie now? What's my Please favorite? Please don't say Star Wars. My favorite movie now. Hmm. It had to be uh, a shot caller. I don't think I've seen that yeah, one. Yeah, you've seen that one when he was going back in the prison one. 
Shot caller. Oh, yeah, yeah, He yeah. went in for uh, a DUI manslaughter two years, ended up with life. Yeah. With the Aryan Brotherhood and stuff. I have to say Shot Caller is one of my favorite. I'd love to hear what you guys' favorite movies are. Because if we haven't seen it, we might just go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> what job that you have had in your lifetime was your favorite? My favorite was driving a dump truck, asphalt. Really? I, I just loved being out there in the, the sun. I loved the kind of work. I loved uh, driving that asphalt truck. That shocks me. I really, uh, your son and I were talking. He he actually gave me a lot of these questions, our lovely son. And I we both predicted you would say um, tattooing. Well, tattooing was great and all, but I like, you know, because we were inside all the time with tattooing and you had to deal with people's bitching. I love driving a truck, man. Uh, you're out there by yourself, uh, not, you know, having to deal with the crap, except for the crappy drivers, but driving sure. the asphalt truck was uh, one of my favorite ones. And I think driving a truck, especially if you ride a bike, you're out in the open road. That makes sense. My favorite job was working as a manager in a full-service hair salon. Because we did everything from waxing to manis, petties, you name it. We did all of it. And I liked it because I got to do a little bit of everything in a day. Mm -hmm. Made it hard when I was hugely pregnant with our daughter working there. But that's when I went and hired a shampoo assistant So for myself. So she basically would do everything at the shampoo bowl for me. And I would just do the customers in the chair. You're a pretty damn good manager, man. I loved being at that shop. And then, of course, the strip mall decided to change, and they lost the bet for the new hair salon being in the new strip mall, so there went that job. Right, right. <laughs> well, true enough. Um, where have you always wanted to travel? Where have I always wanted to travel? Hmm. I'd like to go see the Rockies. I really would. I like to see the Rockies. Uh, down south, I've been most of the time down south where family is. It's beautiful down there. But me, I like the wild. I really do. I like the wild. I like uh, woods, and I like being away from concrete. Okay. Mine is Australia. Aussies! You see a bunch of kangaroos. I want to go mainly to see all the animals. <laughs> I like animals. Me, I don't like going outside the country. They don't like Americans outside this country. That's all right. I'm cute. I'll be fine. <laughs> but Australia. I mean, seriously, who wouldn't like to see, uh, like, koalas and and kangaroos in their natural habitat? I mean, koalas are just... I heard they cute. eat kangaroos over there. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they eat them over there sometimes. I don't know, I but I want to go to the land mistaken. down under. The land down under. <laughs> Put some shrimp on the bobby. Right. Okay, favorite class in high school? Uh, when you actually attended. See, I had a low grade point average, and the reason being is was I was always busy. You know, I didn't have time for that. Uh, I really didn't like school. Uh, history, I would have to say, because I'm a big history buff still to this day. I 100% agree with that because I suck at history. Notice I don't follow politics. 
That's well, him. Well, politics ain't just history. Yeah, but history. everything in the political thing ends up being a part of history. Well, yeah, true, true. I mean, so I don't follow any of that. It's just like our daughter's been begging me to register to vote, and I keep telling her no. Yeah, she don't uh, do her civic duty. <laughs> no, I apologize that I do not vote, and I also bitch on no matter who's in office because I don't care because uh, they're not my friends. Um, but I don't vote because when I was growing up, even though my dad was a diehard Republican and voted every year, he, uh, how do I put this, told me that one day when he came home from voting, he came home and goes, I have no idea why I vote, even though I vote every, every single year, because it's the electoral college votes that count. Mm -hmm. So once he said that to me, I just said, well, then when I turn 18, I'm not going to bother. And right. I, I haven't ever voted. Who out there thinks she's not doing her civic duty, man? She needs to get out there and vote. Everybody gets on me. <laughs> Did you collect stuff as a child? Yeah, I collected a lot of stuff when I was a kid. But my favorite thing was uh, battleships and aircraft carrier. You make them little models. And you do you guys, does anybody do that anymore? I love that, man. It, you know, it took a lot of concentration and... I really enjoyed that. So, and then of course, you know, I was big into baseball, so I would collect, you know, baseball cards and baseball paraphernalia. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, I'm a dork. I collected pet rocks. What the hell are pet rocks? <laughs> what? Well, okay, I got my first pet rock in a store in Galena when I was a kid, and literally, it's just like a cute little rock, and it's painted a specific, like one solid color, and it had googly eyes on it. She's weird. What? So if I couldn't find any pet rocks for sale, I would actually find like little rocks and I would paint them and put googly eyes on them. I had like 30 <laughs> and they were all different colors. They were cool. Yes, I know. I'm a dork. What do you want me to say? Barbies? I'm not going to argue. I, I didn't collect Barbies. I mean, pet rocks. My daddy bought me my first pet rock. So that's where it went from there. Oh, good to know. What is the accomplishment you've had in your life that you are so proud of? My kids. Damn. My kids. Why do you go um, take my answers? <laughs> my grandkids. Uh, you know, growing up, I never thought I'd have such good kids and never thought I'd have as many grandbabies as I do right now. Now, see, I was going to say kids, too, so... Wow, that was easy. <laughs> Damn it. That and uh, some of the businesses that I've had and all that good stuff. Um, if you had a million dollars, what would you do with it? If I had a million dollars, what now? If you had a million dollars, what would you do with it? I would have to say buy a farm. I've always wanted a farm. A farm like Willie's that has no aminals? <laughs> no, I'd like to get like a uh, hundred acre farm, race horses, and Ooh. all that stuff. Horses. <coughs> Can we have pigs? Yeah, we'd have pigs. And we're not killing them. We're playing with them. No. You see, if you got pigs, you got to kill them. And then I can't them. name them. Don't name them then. Dang it. <laughs> okay. One of the first things I would do if I had a million dollars is pay off all our debt, which you'd like have none, but I do. Mine is medical debt. And I would pay off our daughter's college tuition. Well, yeah. I have to do that. And then I would go to Australia. Go to Aussie, man. <laughs> See, you got China now. You have a fan in Australia right there, man. So if there's anybody watching that's in Aussie world, I don't want to pay for a hotel. I'm, I'm, I'm moving in for a week. There you go. <laughs> so that would be fun. 
If you could go back to any age in time, what age would you be and why? Uh, I don't know. Probably 15 before my brother died. That way I'd have warned him, hey, don't do that dumb, you know, stuff. Don't go there that day. Yeah, don't go there that go day. Go somewhere else. Yeah. That makes sense. Me, I would go probably eight weeks before my father died and make sure he got the proper medical care before it all the ultimate down. happened. Right. I would have probably contacted him sooner than what I did to get him to the hospital sooner than what I did because my mom didn't do crap. To make sure the situation got resolved, so maybe by you know today he might have still been here. Might people have been. live a long time with Parkinson's. True enough. True. Michael enough. J. Fox. There lived, you go. You know, come on. Um. All right. Trick question. Which one of my friends do you find to be most fun? Uh, this will be hard because I don't. I, I, you know what? I, I don't, don't have I, girlfriends. Yeah, I don't really like your friends. You know, some of them I do, but uh, <laughs> I don't really hang around with girlfriends. Right? You know, me. You know, she does her thing. I do my thing, and yeah, she keeps her friends on that side, and mine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so I don't know. Okay, well, if I had to pick one of you, Kelly, maybe Kelly from work. Yeah, she's, she's fun. Cool. She's fun. She's fun. Um, if I had to pick one of your friends, um, if I'm going with current friends, I'd have to say Denny. Denny, no, Denny's, Denny's fun. Denny's pretty cool. Willie. Denny and Willie are cool when we go on, when we ride. They're cool. They're fun. I like making fun of Willie. Um, do you ever compare yourself to other guys? No. I'm my own person. I'm not one of them guys that look at other guys like, oh, I wish I could be like this or be like that. No, I'm my own man. Screw that. All right, well, here's me. I'm going to be like a dork again. Yeah, I compare myself to other females. Why? I think you're better than them. Okay, well, I don't mean, okay, personality-wise, I would never trade my personality with anybody else. Except for bipolar Except moments. for, like, the bipolar moments. I would love to, like, never have that. But I, what I would change is, okay, maybe when I win a mil get a million dollars, I'm going to get boobs. I don't want, you know what, you look fine as you are, even though you got, you know, all nipple, but. <laughs> Corey just called me Dorito tits. <laughs> Dorito tits. My son just gets on her ass. <laughs> he comes up to me and goes, Dorito boobs. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, what the hell? You don't need a training bra, none of that. You look just as. Nobody would look... ever know if I went without a bra. Never, see? It would never, nobody would notice. Well, you know, you're good as you are, and I don't, you know what? I don't like fake boobs, man. It makes you, they make, it makes but people I look like go, idiots. I wouldn't go big. I would literally just go up like one size so they'd stay perky. I like them now. Even though they, you know, they're tinier they're than tiny. a handful. It don't matter. <laughs> and I mean, my hand. I don't have to work hard. Oh. <laughs> what about you guys? You guys like uh, small titties? Let small me boobies or big boobies? I want to <laughs> hear the vote. All right, all right. This one, this one is gonna be probably really funny. What did you think after the first time you had sex? How oh. old were you, by the way? Oh, I was young, man. I was young. He was young. like five. <laughs> no, I was really young. First thing I thought about after I had uh, first sex was, oh, shit, did I just get her pregnant? What? <laughs> yeah. You don't know what you're doing, you know, when you're that young. Uh-oh, uh-oh, it feels good then. Uh-oh, did I, what did I do? <laughs> Y'all paranoid and stuff, even though I had a rubber on. I was like, did damn. Did it break? Oh, my God, is it in full? No, it didn't break or nothing, man, but you're young, and it's 
like, damn, man. <laughs> All right. I'm going to ixnay the very first time and go to the second time I had it and be like, uh, I don't see what everybody's bragging about. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that meant he wasn't good. It must have meant. But now it, you're in. You're like a fiend. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a nympho. But seriously, I was like, what's the big deal? It's like really didn't feel good. And <laughs> <laughs> it took you some time to work. Um, favorite horror horror movie character. This is from your son. Favorite horror movie character. Yeah. I'm not really in the horror stuff like you guys. Well, I'm not a big one either. Our son is the big horror. Hor- I can't even say horror. It have it have to be freaking Matthew McConaughey in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the remake. Oh, he was nasty in that sucker, man. Dude, I'm all about Jason. Oh, you like Jason, huh? Friday the Thirteenth, Jason. <laughs> After the 20th one Just because he looks what? buff. <laughs> His body reminds me of him. Of you. <laughs> Thanks. Because he's gonna... got the... Jason's got the big shoulders and stuff. I'm a serial killer You're a serial now. killer. Thank killer. you. You're Thank welcome. You. <laughs> but uh, have you ever seen Jason versus Freddy? That was, that was a good that one. That was yeah, a good like one. one. I could care funny. less about all the Friday, Friday the 13th and all the, you know, Jason... I, all those movies, or, or what was it, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, right. I could care less about all those. The only one that I actually enjoyed was the Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see what would happen. Right, right. <laughs> um, what is a secret that you are keeping from your mom? We might be on the same wavelength because neither one of us told our mothers a specific thing. Oh, my Unless kid, you have something else. My kid's going for his GED. Boom, same. Same thing. We Next have, question. We have not told. <laughs> if a genie granted you three wishes right now, what would you wish for? Three wishes, huh? Yeah. I'd never get them. <laughs> I'd never get three wishes if I wanted to. I'd guess uh, owning a farm. Uh, I'd like that life. I like the ruralness. Uh, that would be the first one. Uh, second one for all the kids to be happy, the grandbabies to grow up healthy, strong. And third, Alex... Uh, you know, because he has spina bifida, make sure that, uh, you know, it stays good and not bad. Wow. That's choke, that choked me up a little bit. My three wishes for my health to be good. Yeah. Sucks. Um, my other wish, of course, would be, like, pay off all my debt. So I guess the genie's going to have to let me win a million dollars. Uh... <laughs> And just for us to keep going strong. There you go. Rock so. and roll. Have you ever done something embarrassing in public? I always fucking do something stupid in public, man. That's just like that one time I embarrassed you at your work. I, I said, you know what? Screw this. I ain't loaning my tractor up. I'm driving that shit right down to the gas station to get what I need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that was... I'm riding low more. Everybody waving to me, giving me a hands, uh, you know... Thumbs up. Thumbs up, bump pissing, and, uh, or hand uh, pumping, and here she is all red. In the window going, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) I embarrass her all the time. Me, I don't get embarrassed. (laughs) All right, the most... Well, what about you? Oh, damn. I was hoping to not do that one. Uh, Parents were out of town, had people sleeping over at my house, so the benefit is it wasn't so much in public as it was in front of all the people. That were hanging out with me that night at my house. Um, I, I ran around the house naked. Uh-oh. 
<laughs> I streaked. <laughs> you streaked. And that's the only time I ever did it. I got to get you to do it again. <laughs> I did. I ran all the way around the house, and I'm like, God, I hope my neighbors aren't out. Because it was only like 10 o'clock at night. And the guy that lived across the street was like really weird. So I was like really hoping he wasn't looking out the window. But I had to, they t- they dared me because we were playing truth or dare. Chinese fire drill. And I I literally ran out of the house and everybody followed me and I ran all I had to run around my parents' house twice. <laughs> <laughs> so technically not in public, but kind of. Um, on a scale of one to ten, what would you rate yourself as a kisser? I'd have to say about an eight. About an eight. Yeah, I, I know you're about a 10, man. I was going to say, I'm a 10. And she loves that kissing ten. stuff, man. 10. Um, would you rather be a hero or a villain in a movie? I'm always a villain. Me I, too. I want to be the villain only I wanna because be a I want to be mean. Screw that hero crap. <laughs> I want to be the villain. The, I want to cause trouble. <laughs> villains have more fun, like uh, Joker in the Batman Returns with uh, Heath Ledger. He played oh, that he badass. Was awesome. <laughs> But Jack Nicholson did good as as Joker too. I don't know. Nobody's gonna ever beat Heath really? Ledger think as so? Joker. Never, never. Uh uh. What is the strangest things you've ever? Enough with the hum. Josh, what is the strangest thing you've ever eaten? Mine was shark. Shark, huh? Yeah, it tastes like chicken. Well, I know something else that uh, tastes like chicken and smells Pink like... Pink taco! It smells like fish, though. Pink taco! <laughs> what is that? The strangest thing you've ever eaten? <laughs> no, man. Actually, yours is pretty damn tasty, man. The other night, we were messing around in the bed. She making it talking stuff, man. I was like... Oh, that sounds like I'm queefing. Come get me. Come get me. <laughs> I, I want actually, it. <laughs> I was actually doing that. I was going... I was like moving, moving the lips going... Come here. <laughs> <laughs> She's fun in bed. I told you. She's a nympho, man. Nothing. There's nothing. We don't shame, man. I'm not shy. Uh-uh. Well, She's making that sucker talk. If I was dared to run around the house naked today, I'd do it if your mother wasn't living here. <laughs> That's just weird. Well, you know, we have to take care of the old folks and, you know. That's I why she's going to Florida. Bye bye. Bye bye. Send you off to retirement. So seriously, other than the pink taco, what is the strangest thing you've ever eaten? The strangest thing I ever ate. Hmm. How about when we first ate calamari and told Corey that it was Squidward from SpongeBob? I ate calamari since I was a kid. I didn't. That was actually the first time. Yeah, that was the first time you did. Uh, and we got Corey know. to eat it, saying that. I don't like Indian food. I can't stand all that. I've never eaten that. Oh, my God. I got sicker than a dog off the Indian food. So, yeah, probably that. Probably that. Worst job you ever had. Worst job I ever had. My, hmm. my, my, you think. Mine was working in a candy store. Candy store? Yeah. I worked in a candy store for like a year. And it was in... Anybody familiar with Illinois? It was in Stratford Mall many moons ago. And the candy store was called More or Less. And it was basically a candy store that had all the bulk bins. Oh, okay. I remember that kind of stuff. And we would do the big balloons with the stuff inside of it, like the teddy bear and the candy inside the big balloons. Mm. But man, I had to stock the jelly bellies. And let me tell you, the gazillion flavors of jelly bellies was obnoxious. But my favorite was always the very cherry. So anytime I stocked them, man, I'd be eating them. Right. But the smell in there, everybody thinks the chocolate and the candy smells so good. It does for the first two weeks you're working there. And then after that, it just like the smell makes you nauseous. I'd have to say working for other people, I can't stand it. That's why I've always been in business myself after uh, 
you know, the driving truck and stuff. Uh, I just can't stand other working for other people. I won't last because I don't like being around customers. <laughs> and lastly. Lastly, before a commercial break. If you were on a desert island and you could only bring one friend and you can't bring me, who would you bring? And it could be alive or deceased. My right hand. My God, you're such a dork. <laughs> my right hand. I'd bring my right hand because you know what? I'm on a desert island and I'm isolated and by myself. That's me. I got all I need. I can eat. What I can drink, hell? and I got my right hand. For and myself. you don't gotta share your food then. No. See, I'm smart. Oh my God. <laughs> that is not what I thought. I you were shut her say. up. What the hell, Sarah? Swear to God. Okay, if I had, to, if I only had your dick, that is not what I thought you were gonna say. Wow. <laughs> shut China up for once. Okay. <laughs> Shit, I can't even think now. That is not what I thought. Wow, that is so not what I thought you were gonna say. So we were not in sync there. Well, there better be a place to charge a phone because if I could only bring one friend, I'd bring my cell phone. <laughs> oh, there, better, there better be charging ports somewhere on that stranded island there. <laughs> I bring my phone because then technically I've got a lot of people with me. Right. Well, that is uh, getting to know us a little bit and getting to know your spouse, our first segment. What's our next one coming up? Oh my god, that was so funny. I almost I almost <laughs> Eleven red flags in a relationship. Eleven red flags right after the break. Yeah, you know what? We're, we got a new mid row commercial and it happens to be my other show, Motorcycle Madhouse Mayhem or Motorcycle Madhouse uh, Morning Mayhem, my fault. I gotta learn my own shit. Get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock Okay, you know, that's HarleyLiberty.com. That's our biker news site. And what I do is uh, cover all the news in, uh, over at uh, Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. But, you know, we're going to continue on the relationship deal. And a lot of people have been fine, especially over on the radio. I, I was so surprised on how fast we hit on the radio uh, with Spotify and iTunes. But a lot of people really like the relationship talk. Getting, you know, they like the advice. Uh, of course, they really like the freaking sex talk because we're just blunt, you know, like a pink taco talking to me the other day. It was. <laughs> it totally was. She just laid back. Boy, oh, man, when she lays back and she spreads them suckers at pink tacos right there because she is tighter than tight. You know, I'm not embarrassed to say this. <laughs> She's tight. Okay. I told you I do my Kegels. I'm doing them now. <laughs> but people love this kind of conversation. So, you know, later in the, the week on the show, we're going to go into some more controversial type of topics. But, you know, we're having fun. We're going to continue with uh, what we're going on here. So tell me what the red flag is. Well, I did a famous Google search and I found the 11 biggest red flags in a relationship. What's the first one? And this can go male or female, just mm -hmm. so everybody knows. It's not pinpointing one one sex to the or the other. It's for both. 
Never apologizes for bad behavior. Why? Well, if you make them, if you if you screw up, mm -hmm. you should apologize. But there are people out there, you know, and I know you and I don't do it when when we fuck up, we apologize and be like, shit, what the hell. After our big fight, you know, I walk into my studio. See, that's my my studio or my garage. That's my domain. And unless I ask you in, don't come in. But we go to separate rooms and then we apologize, have good sex. Oh yeah, that's the best part. And my pink taco talks to you. But my there God are there, there are people out there he that want to eat me and stuff. <laughs> they that they can't admit when they're wrong. Oh my God! There's a lot of people like that. And when and when you're doing something wrong, whether it's like same with before, whether it's a new relationship or a long relationship, if you screw up, how hard is it to apologize? Well, you know what? That's one thing on my other show that people really understand about me is I'm not afraid to say, hey, I screwed up, man. I'll eat crow. Yeah, I heard the other day when I was walking by when you were on air, um... That you said you, you're, you're going to eat crow. I'll eat freaking crow, man, if I have to. You know, that's just... Egg. You can always tell a man by how he fesses up to something when he's wrong. And that's in a relationship as well. If I'm wrong, I always tell China, you know what, I screwed up. I was wrong. Sorry. He does. And I do the same thing. Even though it takes a lot more takes, out of her. It, it'll take me usually till the next day. Right. But I will eventually, because it takes me a hard, like, when we argue and stuff, it literally sets me off with the bipolar. So it usually takes me till the next day before I realize everything that happened. Right. So if he, if I, and then I will come to him and tell him that I was sorry and that I, this is what I did wrong and I apologize. Because it, it, the way my mind works, it takes me a while to think mm. everything through i just think you're a better human being if you you know you don't always have to be right but at the same time if you're wrong you gotta fess up to it man i i just don't, that's just the way i believe in a man supposed to be is you fess up when you're wrong that's the truth the other the one the other this one i thought was funny okay this one i thought was hilarious think all their exes are crazy and don't see the common denominator. Meaning, you're the one that's crazy. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I can see one relationship or two that the woman's nuts. And you just got to get away from that crap. But if it keeps happening time like and time and time again, it's you. It, you're the common denominator that's causing all these people <laughs> You know, you need to look, you know, wake up, look in the freaking mirror and say, hey, what am I doing wrong in this relationship? 100%. You know, hundred percent. But that that one I thought was funny because there's a lot of people out there that don't realize, and even to this day, they're saying I go from one bad relationship to the other. Well, it's obvious that if you let's say you've had five relationships, okay, which I know everybody's probably had way more than that, but this throw out an example: you've had five relationships. Every single one of those, we got a horror story to say about your ex. Mm-hmm. Check yourself. Yeah, check yourself, man. <laughs> yeah. Work on yourself before you try to get into that next relationship. I think that's, you know, you're a woman. You know, you got a nice pink taco. Uh, Why so, does my pink taco keep coming in this? Because, you know, you have to have a pink taco to have, uh, you know, 
be considered a woman now there's some out there with pink tacos that are actually black tacos that are like used and abused if you know what i mean they're yeah. black and blue yeah. Yeah. uh but women uh, they have a hard time with this subject because you know not only men but the women the women they bitch they complain they moan and groan and, and i will agree i've seen it more with women than men yeah but you leave the men sitting there like what the hell's going on <laughs> So men, if you've got a lot of crazy exes, it could be them. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But I mean, you're, you basically got to make sure sure with yourself that you, you're okay with yourself. You're okay with this. Worry about yourself before you worry about being in a relationship if you're not in one. Well, you know, that's why I don't understand why people get serious after a month or two. I, you know what, even though we were together, I didn't marry until seven years later. And I told you at the beginning, I'd never marry until seven years later. Yeah, you did. You did. You said that we can't get married till after you've been sing like, not in, a, in, in, like, not because you were married prior. You wanted to wait seven years after your divorce. Right. To make sure, hey, this is for me and stuff. Plus, we also agreed that when we found out that I was pregnant with our daughter, that we wouldn't get married just because I was pregnant, because that's what happened with your first marriage. Right. Well, yeah, that's, a, again, I don't understand why people have to jump the gun all the time. Keep it real, keep it new, and, you know, keep all the, I know it's new and interesting, but keep all the mushy stuff, you know, in check. For sure. Because it's going to ruin you down the line. So here's another one of my favorite. Using ultimatums to get your way. True. True. Like, maybe I'll just find someone else who'll do it. Okay, well then, bye. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you throw an ultimatum at me, that ends it right frickin' there. Mm hmm Or maybe I'll just go find it elsewhere. Well, bye. Go get it then. Right. I right. mean, doesn't that make sense? If somebody gives you an ultimatum, well, I'm not going to give you sex until you do that. Well, then I'll go get it somewhere else. Women use that a lot. It, and, and that one, I'm sorry to say, ladies, but that one was based off of women. That's how you're losing your man, because any real man is going to go get it somewhere else. I'm not trying to be a dick. You know, if that happened to me, now see ya. Now, see, this other, this next one, I don't understand why it would be considered a red flag. But it is, according to all the Google research I did, you don't like their friends. See, if you don't like their friends, you gotta You're be a grown-up. You're not dating their friends, right. though. You gotta be a grown-up and understand that, you know, each one, you know, they might have been friends with them before the relationship. That's what's gonna get you in trouble when you say, hey, you can't be hanging with your friends and stuff. That's gonna be stupid. And that's where, like we said in one of the other episodes, you, even though you're in a relationship, you still gotta live your 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 own life too yeah and i think that's where it really goes bad is when the couple don't hang out with other people man it kind of get i know with you it's like i kind of get happy when she goes to the bar <laughs> it's like see I, I need my space man you, you know need a couple hours with my with me not in the house exactly you know then it's and like that doesn't mean just going to work so right well then you know, you come home and everything's fun, exciting and stuff because we had that little break. And then I could tell you about all the town drama. And all the town drama. But you got to let your freaking spouse live, man. Yeah, for sure. I tell her all the time, I raised my fucking kids. Uh, it's time for us to have, you know, what we want. You know, our responsibilities sure. done and over with. Yeah, we'll always be there for them and blah, blah, blah. 
But when they're old enough to do their own thing, huh, it's time for us to live. Well, that's just like I made a joke yesterday when we were out riding. I'm like, hey, if I go up to the bar one night and like I'm bored and like the people that said they were going to meet me don't show up, I go, I'm going to I'm going to call Denny. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, OK. Yeah, <laughs> and he's it. one of his. Well, he's both our friends, but more his friend. Uh huh. So he's like, yeah, okay. And Danny's like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, you know, you got to have trust, man. It, it, I mean, it's, what it, see, I don't, I think the trust is good between us because we're in the lifestyle. Yeah. You know, we always talk and, you know. you, you Communication's you, always there. Yeah. So it's like, okay, whatever. Like, I'll be sitting at the bar and I'll actually text him from the bar and be like, hey, this person just showed up. Right. Like, I will literally tell him right as that person comes in. You know, because sometimes I'll have four or five people say they're going to meet me at the bar and only one person will show. Right. But the very first time, whoever comes in that says they're going to meet me, because I tell him who claims is going to meet me before I go. And then when they show up, I go, hey, this person just showed up. And he's like, okay. <laughs> well, you know, people are going to say, well, why is she texting you from the bar? You, it's like, I always do. It's All a I want to do is make sure she's all right because I don't like bars. Well, for me, it's a security thing because then he knows who's there mm-hmm. and whether or not, you know. And we, we, even and have we, a, we, we, we even have a word. We have a safe word that if I feel uncomfortable when I'm out, all I have to do is send. That's why he has to know where I'm at. And that's why I text him. Like, even if I leave the one bar I'm at and I'm going to a different bar on the strip, I tell him that, hey, I'm leaving this bar and I'm going to this one, just so he knows. Because if I throw that safe word out there, he has to know where to find me. And I'll be in there gun blazing. So, I just think, yeah. Um, make a, make a negative comment about everything. Yeah. And I'm sorry, ladies, but that's more towards women. Yeah. 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 You drive men crazy doing that. That that is everything's like a big negative. Everything is negative. So like if your man comes to you and tells you, Hey, guess what happened? I got a raise today and then what are you gonna well, so does that mean you gotta work more? Yeah. I mean, stupid crap. It's and, and the negativity could be a stupid thing or it could be a main thing like a big powerful thing. But it's like we are more negative when something positive happens to the men. Right. Oh, so does that mean you're going to have to travel more? Now, see me, if he had to travel for his what he does, I'm okay with it. Because mm. sometimes I'll just go with. Right. Well, I try to make sure that you come with all the time. Yeah. You know, so it's like, but women, women, I'm sorry. And I'm guilty of it. I have done it to him. And he'll tell you I have. We're more negative. Hmm. See, with me, I have a goal every single day. When I wake up, it ha- I want to have a good day. That's just the way I look at things. I'm, I like positivity. I'm too old for all that drama crap. Here's another good one. And it says it's for both men and women, but I'm sorry, women. I think this is more for us. Um, you women are fucked up. Yeah, well, <laughs> they don't show interest in what is important to them. Oh hell no! But you do. Uh, you know what? I can't say you don't. You do. Okay. You know, well, you... see, see, this is where I I consider myself not qualified for this statement for the red flag. So this shows so far. I don't think any of these we fit under the red flag territory. Mm-hmm. So we're pretty good. We're good because obviously, if I didn't show interest in what he does. 
We wouldn't have a show together. We wouldn't be having a show. We wouldn't be <laughs> we wouldn't, riding. We you wouldn't know. be together this long. We actually look forward to doing some stuff together. Yeah. You know, that I have interest in. And to be honest with you, everybody who's listening, watching, whatever, we do do more things apart than mm-hmm. we do together. And I think the main reason why we do that is because then the time that we spend together is more appreciated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we enjoy it more. Well, and- there's a lot of stuff, you know, like uh, guys, they're in, now I can see a woman's point of view. Guys are in all these kind of sports. That's all they want to do. And sports are boring unless it's uh, baseball or hockey to me. Hockey! She likes both. She likes the Cubbies. I love the Cubbies. And then she likes hockeys, but I don't like, you know, football. I won't watch it anymore because of what's going on I've never been to an NFL game, and I could care less if I ever go. I never went to high school football games. Basketball, you know, white man can't jump. When I was growing up, I went to a lot of Chicago Bulls games when Jordan was playing. But let me tell you, I thought it was boring. Tennis, mm-hmm. tennis that's another boring thing for me. Mm-hmm. Sitting there, it's like watching ping pong. I'd rather watch paint dry. Right. But hockey, now see, there's something that I enjoy. I love soccer. I mm-hmm. grew up playing soccer. I coached my kids in soccer. And I was at and, every game. And he would, go to, he would never go to practice because practice is lame and all it is is me yelling. And mind you, I was the only one that was a coach that never had to use a whistle. Mm-hmm. They bought me a whistle. The kids did, but I never used it because I'm loud. Right. But he would go to the games to watch his daughter play. And he could hear me from the opposite side of the field yelling at the kids while the games were going on. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a lot of stuff. And, you know, sometimes I don't blame women because uh, some of the stuff guys get into is just stupid. Well, but us, we live a good one. We got the riding. We got the lifestyle. Everything's real fun with us. So. And you also got to think of those, too, that if they've ever watched any of our other... Uh, uh, I'm not sure if we've really covered it as much on here as we did on other previous things. But if your men's in a bike club, mm-hmm. what it's like, you're you're going to be alone a lot. Yeah, well... You but know. that's an interest that, that, that they have. That's an interest, but, you know, that's, you know, my platform, you know. I this know, that's why I'm not one. going fully into <laughs> right. it. Because that's your thing. That's right. not this thing. Huh. Um, okay, this is big, and this is for both men and women. They don't compliment enough or say thank you. No. Somebody, like, sitting on my left-hand side does that. What do you mean I don't say thank you? I say thank well, you when you, you say hand thank me a you, pack but of you cigarettes. Don't, you don't really compliment me. I don't, okay, I'm not really good at uh-huh. complimenting, but you don't compliment me except uh, saying, excuse except, me? Wait, let me wait, excuse wait, wait, me? wait, wait, except growing Every single day I look, make sure. You look hot. Every single day I make and sure shit, I compliment you. shit, this whole you. episode's been about my pink taco. Now everybody's going to wonder what it looks like. God damn it. <laughs> no, nobody's you're not going to get a picture. Nobody's getting a picture. I don't do that. No. People ask me for pictures of my piercing there, and you know what I do? I Google search it and send them a picture from Google. <laughs> I've done it. But I compliment you all the time on you, your work you do. and all that you stuff. Do, you you do. never can say I don't compliment. Oh, you do compliment me. Every day. But you don't say thank you a lot. Oh, excuse me? You say it sometimes. The only time I really hear you say thank you is when I bring you food. But then when I bring you your food, this is something. Okay, if, I wish you guys could totally, like, if everybody could see this right now. So I'm going to have to describe it. bitch. No, no. Sometimes when I bring him his food, we call it liner because it's like lunch and dinner combined before I go to work. 
and then after work it's called a snack. Um, I make a nice meal, and with our son being vegetarian, he's been stuck eating a lot of vegetarian meals. But I still make him his meat. I'm the meat eater. He's the, he loves his pork steaks. By the I way, I bought you pink tacos. I bought I bought you pork steaks today. Um, but sometimes when I bring him food, he he goes thanks and then rolls his eyes at me. <laughs> Some stuff you cook is nasty, man. Dog food. <laughs> That's why when I see that you're... I call it dog food. Yeah, like don't put shit in a crock pot. Oh my god, is that dog food? If I make a casserole of I don't any kind, be kibbles. it's a dog food. So he does feed it. Even to the my dog. pit bull looks at it and says, "What the hell you want me to do with this?" <laughs> Unless I'm making like his big like pork tenderloins or something in the crock pot. Or when I did the the beef. Oh my god, the beef stew, that dog food. No, not the beef stew, the actual big beef brisket. Oh yeah, that is good. That was, you liked that. that but she I, gets this canned beef stew stuff, and uh, uh-uh. I said before, me and my pit bull no, look no, at her no. like, what the hell you want no, us to eat here? you're so full of crap. Because the last, the for the past two years when I've made beef stew, I have made it homemade. It's still dog food. Whatever. It's dog food. I actually cook the meat. B looks up at you like, you know, what the hell's wrong with you? It goes in the crock pot. I haven't eaten it. And it is all freaking homemade, and you still said it was dog food. So when I hear him say dog food, I never make that again, even Mm -hmm. though our son wants it. Me and my pit bull are real close, man. We go for our, you know, daily drives. We we go get cheeseburgers. Yeah, we ain't eating that crap. Uh uh. Um, okay, here's a good, here's another one, here's another one. And this is for both men and women. They like, like the drama of fighting. Oh, hell, I don't. There are people out there, there are couples out there that purposely start fights, and I wonder if it's they're purposely starting fights because they just like to be a-holes, or they just like making up after. No, I know some couples that are like that, but me, I cannot stand drama and fighting. No. But... It actually pisses me off But if you have a significant other that purposely starts stupid-ass arguments, you should just kind of walk away from that. That's what we do. No, I mean the relationship. They do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Because that's like nagging. Exactly. And we've covered the nagging. Well, there's also other circumstances that cause them type of fights, and you finally realize it after a long time. Uh, and then things get better once you realize it. But if they're doing it all the time, just be idiots. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> um, they don't comfort you in time of need. I think that's cold ass as hell, man. You know, we know somebody uh, whose wife uh, just passed away and, you know, going around playing the freaking I'm well, sorry it's, card. It's ex-wife now. Yeah, going to play that crybaby freaking card when, you know, I you left. I feel so bad. You left when she needed you the most. You know, I think that's weak-ass shit right there. That's 100% weak-ass. You know, when somebody needs you, they need you there. And if you're, you know, saying you love them, and especially if you take some vows when you're married, you better, you know, keep up with that. You know, in sickness and health, bad times, good times. Yeah, but you've been divorced. You didn't stick with it. You didn't stick with your first marriage. She left. It wasn't on me. She left. The mother got involved. And once the mother gets involved, see you later, man. You want to go sit on that? Bye. That had nothing to do with me. And for 20 years, I dealt with that stuff. With trying to get the kids. I never tried to get out of my kid's life. Screw that. Uh, 
but to say that I didn't try, come on. Here's another one. History of drinking or doing too much drugs. See, I was lucky with you. You never got into that type of stuff. Uh, the drugs. Now, 420, you know, yeah, I'm into that shit. Every, okay, well, yeah. let's just say, with exception of 420. Yeah, uh, you know what? If you need more than 420, I don't have nothing to do with you. I can see the guys going out, you know, doing a couple lines, having a party and stuff, but if you're hardcore into that stuff or you're hardcore into alcohol, you need it. Yeah, you don't need to be with me. Yeah, but you also got to think that if they're in a relationship and they're out with their friends and they're drinking too much or they're doing too much of whatever drug, except, you know, 420 because who really cares, um, that could lead to cheating. Well, yeah, it can lead to cheating big time because a man's going to take advantage of a woman who's drunk. That's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. You know, uh you got drunk a couple of weeks ago, and I said, what did I tell you? Don't ever come Don't to ever come again. home like that again. Because I don't like drunks. And I mean, I'm a funny drunk. She's but funny. I, but, but I will admit, and I've told him, especially since that day, that day basically was one of the causes for me ending up in the hospital, because I overdid it. Mm. I had way too many vodka lemonades and way too many shots of Fireball. Right. And I went... My lim I went way above my limit, and I noticed by looking in my wallet after that I, I drank way too much to the point where his son had to drive me home. Mm -hmm. I couldn't even walk a block. No, because you didn't want to call me because I had tore up the whole damn bar. Yep, that's why. I said, oh, Dustin's here. He's going to take me home. Yeah, I... Yeah. And that's where I made my biggest mistake was I overdid it, and... I paid for it in the end. Right. I think, uh, you know, the biggest takeaway from this episode as we're coming up on our hour mark uh, is you got to get to know your spouse. You got to get to know their quirks. You got to get to know uh, how to communicate together. I think that's what basically this whole thing was about and to look for, uh, you know, problems that might be developing in the relationship. And there is one final number 11 red flag. Which we really, we really already kind of covered this, so we really don't have to discuss it in depth. One or the other, or if not both of you, has way too many exes. Large number of exes. Mm -hmm. If you've been around the block way too many times, especially you know, like women, mm -hmm. that's when that's when the pink taco gets a little rough. It's black and blue. Um, drive a freaking semi. You, you gotta, tunnel. you gotta wonder what's going on if they've had like thirty, like failed attempts. Mm. You gotta really wonder what you're getting yourself into. Exactly, exactly. Well, we're coming to the end of the show. Hopefully, you guys uh like this one. Make sure you share it on your social media if you could for us. We want to get to a thousand over on YouTube, man. We just started out, and that sucker's already popped to eight hundred. I was like, "Damn!" Uh, if you want to listen to the show at work, Spotify, iTunes, or all the major podcasting platforms, we'll see you guys tomorrow. It was awesome this show. Uh, I'm sure she's gonna have some uh, pretty interesting topics. For I the got rest more of relationship weeks. topics for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I already got them. Okay, well, we'll talk to you guys then. Thanks for watching. <laughs>